This is the Main Attraction Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Justin Strawn and Ryan Nelson. Welcome to the Main Attraction Podcast, where we discuss the biggest television shows and movies in the entertainment industry. I am your host, Justin Strawn. Joining me each week is the other host of the show. He's blue. Da ba dee da ba da da ba dee da ba da da ba dee da ba da. Ryan Nelson. The Emperor's dead. That's what people say. <laughs> Filoni got jokes, y'all. <laughs> yes, he does. He's, he's got jokes, and uh, I appreciate when he incorporates those jokes into the show. So, uh, If you've been listening to podcasts since we started the podcast last year, thank you for continuing to listen and making us a part of your day. If you're new to the show, we hope you enjoyed as we talk about the sixth and seventh episode of Ahsoka on Disney+. If you are new or regular and like more access to the show, we would love for you to go over to Patreon.com and sign up for our Patreon. It would do us a huge favor. Uh, just go to Patreon.com slash The Main Attraction Podcast, and you can find us there. You can support us at a $3, 5 10 or $20 level. And when you join up, we will shout you out here on the show. If you want the show ad-free, well, that's where you can go to Patreon. Patreon supporters get the show ad-free for all four levels, even as low as the $3 level. So if you would love to just get this show without having any of the ads just head over to patreon and sign up for the three dollar level but if you want some additional benefits as well we have uh five dollar benefits ten dollar benefits and twenty dollar benefits so if you're ever interested in exploring some of those head over to patreon.com check us out and see if there's anything that might interest you if you can't be a patron, though, you can help the show out by rating us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We would love it if you left us a five-star rating. And if you were on Apple Podcasts, we'd love it if you left us a review. If you'd like to interact with the show, please do so. Send us an email to mainattractionpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear anything that you would like to contribute, any thoughts, any comments, any questions you might have. We would love to hear all those. Just go over to our email at mainattractionpod at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. All right, so we are talking about the sixth and seventh episodes of Ahsoka. I apologize, guys. I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life that I've, we were going to talk about episode six last week, and then I've had a lot of stuff with my wife, uh, and then I had some back problems, so uh, I do apologize. We're hopefully getting those in the past, but we still got a little ways to go. Uh, but for right now, we are catching back up on where we are with episode six and seven. Obviously, episode five, we left. We were left in the galaxy far, far away to go to another galaxy far, far away via Purgle. Yeah, uh, through whales. <laughs> through whales, through star whales. Uh, just real quick, Ryan, what were your general thoughts on these two episodes? I thought they were 
uh, really good. There's one thing I'm really getting concerned about. We'll discuss okay. that. Um, <laughs> uh, but besides that, I, I enjoyed watching Ezra Bridger of Nazareth uh, lead things. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does kind of look a little bit like a, a, a Nazarene, to say the least. Yeah, so uh, I really liked him. I thought he was good. I thought Thrawn's in- introduction was bad A. Yeah. When they were chanting, Thrawn, Thrawn, and he came out. Dude, that's how you introduce a villain. <laughs> that was that was freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, I thought there were a couple of things, and I saw this meme go around, and I agree with it. These witches, they can sense that Ahsoka's coming through space whales. They don't know that Ezra just a couple of miles away. <laughs> that's true. I didn't even thought about that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, they can't sense that. Also, uh, the thing that I had the biggest problem with, Sabine has become annoying. Yeah, she is a little bit annoying. Uh, because hope- the, how is she not... T- both episodes, her not telling Ezra what was going on drove me insane. They made... I know she's supposed to be a young character right. trying to figure things out, but there's no reason to make this character this annoying and this unlikable because she has not been... I, I loved her character, but I, she got on my last nerve <laughs> this last episode. I... Here's what I think they're doing. I think they're going. I think they're doing a fake out on us on with, with Sabine. Uh, I'll talk about that in a second. But in general, I really enjoy these episodes. I, I mm-hmm. you know, going from episode five, which to me has so far been the highlight of the entire thing. It was going to be hard to go away from that episode and get us into any type of the same same mind frame, uh, same frame of mind, but. I thought episode six, I thought was really, really impressive in terms of getting these two characters established, especially Thrawn, but also getting Ezra Bridger yeah. established. I thought they did a fantastic job of that. And I think they continue to do a fantastic job mm-hmm. with Balin Skull and with uh, Shin Hadi. He, they are the most interesting characters on yeah. this. And uh, we still don't know what Balin's doing. We still have no idea. And I'm okay with that as long as they reveal to us finally in episode too. 8. Now, if they don't reveal to us in episode 8, then we'll have an issue. Uh, because well, we've lost be a Ray Stevenson. Issue. I was about to say. So. I did see someone say, you know, we could throw in Leah Schrauber. They're about the same age and build. Well, this is true. They could. They could They could go down that route. So it wouldn't surprise me. But they does did. Leah want to do uh, Star Wars? I don't know. That's, that's the question. So, uh, But, yeah, like I said, I, I've really enjoyed these last two episodes. I thought they were really, really good. I, uh, the seventh episode was a little bit... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not quite as heavy. Uh, it's a little yeah, bit. It's, yeah. it's it's probably the most fun episode that we've had in at least for me. I, I the we had a, we had some great star fights. We had some great lightsaber fights. We had yeah. some. Like I said, it's not a quite as it's not quite as heavy in terms of the plot details and all that type of stuff. But just yeah. you know, watching some cool lightsaber fights and some cool star battles, I'm well, down for that. I think it was really cool. It's something we don't see a lot of. Was like Ezra was using the Force yes. to fight. Oh yeah, that like was we great. don't see that very no. often. No, we don't. And like I love that. And we'll we'll talk about that in just a little bit. So let's kind of talk about episode six, and then we'll take a break after do six, and then do seven. But let's talk about episode six real quick. Uh, episode six, obviously. It starts off with it starts off with Hugh Yang and Ahsoka. They are in the mouth of the Purgle, and they are kind of reminiscing here. Uh, were you disappointed that we didn't get story time with with Hugh Yang? 
No, I love the way they they you know where he gave the introduction yes. yeah, to you know to to the first movie. So no, I loved I love that. Oh, yeah. I got chills when that happened. Yeah, no. Some people have said it's a little too meta. They, they suck. Yeah, no, they suck. It's it, it was great. I absolutely thought it was fantastic. It's fantastic. They have not. They have. There could have been a thousand and one times that they have done that throughout the course of the Star Wars films, Star Wars TV shows, and this was the perfect droid because he's been around for like twenty five thousand years. Yeah. Uh, and this is the this is the droid to do it. This is the droid to, to give you that line in a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, like well, I, said, I love like right before that he says intergalactic travel with the Star Well. Now I've really done it all <laughs> know, like, like said, how awesome is that i know davidson is just fantastic so he is. uh i'm just so glad that he's a part of this and i'm glad that he's a bigger part of this than matthew barry ever was on such a waste but so this is really all we get of ahsoka in episode six because they are basically at this point going to establish thrawn and ezra bridger i was a little yeah, i, I was gonna Go ahead. I have to say this is this is now becoming Ahsoka and Friends. Yeah, it really is. Uh, it's not necessarily just the Ahsoka show anymore, and this is where it feels like it's turning into maybe a Rebels season five. Even though I I don't necessarily agree with that, just because you and I have not seen that. I've seen I've seen the first season of Rebels, but only saw it after I started watching some of this. Um, mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's, it's not like I'm a, a Rebel stand or anything out there, but. Uh, I can see where there is kind of more like Rebels at this point because you got you got Ahsoka now, you got uh, Ezra, you've got uh, you, you've got Sabine, you've got Thrawn, who was the big bad of that, mm-hmm. uh, at least for episodes for seasons three and four, from what I understand. So I can see why people say that, but I think they've done well enough to establish this show. Uh, for people like us who haven't seen it, and I think yeah, yeah. I think we're we can get invested. Now some people still bump up against it, and they still have a hard time with it. I get all that, but the one thing I will say that I really hope I never hear another thing about. I'm so tired of hearing people talk. Well, could you tell us a shot on the volume? Have, Every uh, every podcast I, I listen to, it's could you tell this was in the volume or not? I'm so tired of hearing about the volume. I I I personally can never tell a single thing about I the volume either. I can't Maybe either. we're it just all, dumb. It, I don't know. <laughs> it all looks like like some CGI thing, you know. I mean, like yeah, I, I had to look up what the volume was, and I was like, oh, it's like a soundstage. But I was like, I, I'm with you. They're full of it. I don't. I can't tell what's you know right. being done. I, I absolutely. Now I tell. will say, Ahsoka. Ahsoka did some jumping in the uh, second episode. That yes. I thought, God, that's awful. Yeah, well, you're not wrong about that. There, you're correct about that part of it. But like I said, if I never hear another thing about the volume again in my life, I will be as happy as a clam because they, they, everybody wants to talk about. Well, you can really see that this one was done in the volume because of how they're. Like, no, I, I can't tell. I'm. I'm yeah. If you can tell, more power to you because. I have never once been able to say, oh, yeah, yeah, I can really see this is done on a soundstage that's circular, yeah. and I just can't see it. So, uh, Anyway, Thrawn, the introduction of Thrawn. We kind of talked about this a second ago. It's a pretty cool introduction. It, it, there's no question about that. Uh, oh, yeah. But before we get into it, let's talk about the, the three witches, the three great mothers. Uh, these are the Doth... Dothmerian witches. Uh, I have some familiarity with these people because I played the game uh, Jedi uh, Fallen Order. There's a there's a big part of Dathomir and there's a big part of the witches. But did you understand the witches because you haven't played those that game? I know that. No, much. no. I felt like I had seen them before. Right. Were they in like 
The Last Jedi or something like that? I don't that. think so. I think this is the first time they've ever really used them in the movies. They felt familiar, though. Yeah, they, they felt familiar. They definitely did. Uh, it is, uh, I know we bring this up. That last trilogy, besides the first movie, I don't remember anything from it. Oh. And I all, but, like, there's, okay, there is some stuff I remember from it. But, like, I just assume I've seen stuff before, <laughs> you know, yeah. from that. Now, The Rise of Skywalker, I'm that, I'm that way. Now, Last Jedi, I love The Last Jedi. It's one of my favorite Star Wars movies. I know most people don't agree with that, and I'm sorry, but I love it. Uh, yeah. And I, I remember, very, I've seen that movie three or four times, and like I said, I remember a yeah. lot of it. But, um, and there's a few of I know there's other people out there like me that love that movie as much as I do, but I'm, yeah, yeah. I know I'm in the minority on that. But, uh, uh but yeah, like I said, I thought these the three great mothers. I thought that they were really cool. I really liked mm-hmm. the way that they are doing that. I didn't even think about this. You you mentioned it. They can't even sense the fact that Ezra is still alive. Now maybe this is maybe this is something that Ezra has done that he has blocked their ability to be able to sense yeah. it. That's because one of the things that. I was going to ask you about, and I'll go ahead and ask you it here. We were going to talk about it in episode seven, but I'll go ahead and talk, ask you about it here. One of the things I know from watching the first season of Rebels is Ezra Bridger. They make it very, very clear uh, that he has like a nearly unmatched force sensitivity. Like he is incredibly yeah. strong in terms of potential at least in that first season we don't really see you see glimpses of him being able to do amazing things with the force but you don't see a lot of it uh but as the show goes on later you see just how incredibly gifted he is with the force so Mm -hmm. did you get a sense of just how gifted he was by watching him in these two episodes i would agree yeah 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 i i I got the feeling that this this guy had some extra powers that maybe everyone else doesn't yeah i mean he is uh, it's really impressive the way that some of the things that they do i I went back because i haven't finished rebels i did watch the first season uh but you know i just wanted to know what did it look like when he had the purgles take their ship uh to this other galaxy i just want to see you know was it one purple what was it like he calls in like an entire pod of purgle i keep saying purgles it's actually they've determined that purgle is the the multiple as well so it's purgle or purgle uh (laughs) i don't know but that has become uh, they have a wookie dictionary yes there there is wikipedia have you ever heard of wikipedia no i've heard of wikipedia (laughs) but do they have one person that's like you know i'm sure they do uh, the the dictionary person i'm sure they do i'm sure there's they actually do have continuity people like who are hired like to make sure all the continuity stuff like what, what is the famous dictionary? Uh, uh, Webster's. Yeah, Webster is there. Like a Webster <laughs> for Wikipedia. Maybe, maybe there is. But uh, uh, anyway, so like when okay, he guys. We, we sound like the biggest nerds of all time. <laughs> Come on, fans. We don't need to have like a dictionary. <laughs> But we have to. We have to. We we can't just leave things alone and just come up with our own oh, stuff. God. But uh, anyway, uh, I wanted to see what it was like when the Purgle came and take took their ship. If it was just one of them, if it was a bunch of them, and he and basically he calls in like five or six of these Purgle, and they they wrap their tentacles around the ship and they just take off. Like I said, to be able to to commune with them and control. Like I said, I think Ahsoka just like talked to just the one who was kind of the leader, and they all followed. Maybe that's yeah. what maybe that's what Ezra did back in rebels too but like i said it was just a really impressive feat when he calls these in and they take off with the ship it's it's a really cool scene because i went back and uh, found the youtube video of it uh, it it was like I said, it was really really impressive to watch uh but obviously we finally get thrown he will we'll get him for at least three episodes uh, we'll see him sometime after this because there's a movie that they're building towards um what were your general thoughts on thrawn 
thought he was fantastic. Uh, you know, I didn't. I guess I knew Mads Mikkelsen had a brother that was an actor, but I, I was looking through his IMDb. He's right. done a lot of American stuff, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, but so he, he was. He has. Yeah, I think he has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll have to go back and look. He done a lot of wherever they're from. I can't remember where they're from. They've done. He's done a lot of. I think they're from Sweden. I think. Uh, yeah, but like uh, he. Well, I know he's the voice of the cartoon. Yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was awesome. Like, uh, I mean, and he has that same stoic presence as Mads that also is just frightening. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, I know he's in The Witcher. Yeah, he's in The Witcher. And that's where I, I know him best from is from The Witcher because I love The Witcher. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, he's but got yeah, some other stuff too. Yeah, but he was, uh, I, I, I don't recognize him like his brother, but like, I thought he was really good. I like his voice. Yeah. I, you know, for, for like a, a Star Wars villain, you got to have a good voice. Yeah, and, and, you know, like, he, he he takes that. Like I said, he's very stoic. I like the way he moves and and, and acts. I, I thought he was a a great addition. I I would say he held up to you know the hype on him. Yeah, I thought he did too. I thought they did a really good job of establishing him. I will say this: they need to probably give us a little bit better idea of just why he is so why he is so feared throughout the entire galaxy. Yeah. Uh, You're right. We haven't really seen that yet. We've seen a little bit of it. They kind of give us some glimpses. They have tried to tell us, you know, they're at the end of episode six where they're like, he's like, I want to know where she was born, who her master was, who, you know, that's the, that's the thing with Ron. He's this great Mm -hmm. strategist and he wants people. That's what people, that's why people fear him is because he is so smart and so intelligent. But one of the things I do like about his character and just doing some of the background reading that I've done on him is he respects the force but he mm-hmm. thinks it's not something that it's something it's not something that is at least my understanding of from what i have read now like i said i haven't seen the, the, the cartoons i haven't read i've not read any of the timothy zahn books that the character was first introduced in he respects the force but he thinks he doesn't respect it enough to realize that he that it's something that is completely serious because he feels like he can always strategize around it. Like mm-hmm. the reason why he ends up getting taken by the, by Ezra with the Purgle at the end of rebels is because he doesn't understand. He doesn't understand why a Jedi would do what, what Ezra does in that, in that one instance. And this is, right. and this is one of the things I love about, an incredibly smart person, somebody who's supposed to be a, a genius. Mm-hmm. They get so, what's the word? Uh, not cocky. It is kind of cocky, but there's a better word. Hubris. They have so much yeah, hubris, hubris. Yeah. that they they think they can think out, think their way around everything. And that's right. that is a, definitely a feel I'm getting from Thrawn, and that's kind of what, what the character that is. That's kind of well, what the character is as well. I think I like how he could feel the confliction on Re- on Balin. Yeah, mm-hmm. like immediate, like he is on him. Yeah, like he senses like, me. I like, don't trust. He's like, I don't trust this guy. Right. <laughs> this guy is going to turn, which I think he's going to be right. Uh, you know, but like, like immediately since something's up with him. Yeah, I, I I like that as well because it shows how smart and how intelligent, and how perceptive he actually mm-hmm. is. Because uh, it just shows just. Real people, he can figure things out real quick, and he he just yeah. used that brilliant mind of his to, to figure these things out. Um, now, uh, let's talk a little bit about the night troopers. What do you think about the night troopers? These were the storm. If you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, listeners, that's the storm troopers in the show that are 
they're serving Thrawn. They have these cracked, broken down suits. Uh, they're chanting Thrawn. We get yeah. Enoch. Uh, we'll talk about him in a second. But what do you think about the night troopers in general? I, I thought they were impressive again. I mean, uh, you know, we don't see stormtroopers right. chanting. <laughs> and like, you know, they... they put up a little better fight than stormtroopers are so yeah you know thumbs up yeah I, I like them too are they alive that is the next question that everybody's asking are there actually people in there because uh man that's a great question well, because people i'm assuming well because remember merrick was basically like a bag full of gas basically yeah and we're wondering you know is because the moment i saw them and the way with their broken down suits their crack suits and they're being held together by like those the red tape that is supposed to be like mm-hmm. representative of the night sisters i was i immediately thought these guys look like zombies and I was like, I, I didn't even think about, you know, I was just assumed that I just assumed that they were, I just assumed that they just were, had broken down suits that they just kind of wanted yeah. us to give an idea like, oh, these kind of look like zombies. And they're chanting Thrawn, Thrawn like a zombie would. But there's a lot of people who are saying, you know, what if there's, these are just like the Night Sisters have re, re, what's the word? Uh, brought back to life in kind of oh, zombie yeah. form like like all of his troopers have actually died but they just brought them back to life in this zombie form like they did with Merrick. what do you think i, I miss i totally have not caught this oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. and i have i haven't i guess listened to other podcasts discussing this or i, I just was tuning out uh, this is new to me i can't wait to watch this the next episode just to see what i can catch on it yeah i'm not sure if they I, i'm not sure how they're doing this like i said i'm hoping that they'll kind of reveal this at, at as yeah. we get to the end of this but uh but enoch is played who plays enoch i forgot uh Chatham. and he's a pretty he's a pretty big dude i mean in terms yeah, of he like is a uh, very big dude i've seen him in some other stuff he is a big dude do you think that we're actually going to see him or is he just going to be the voice I think he's going to be the voice. Okay, you I think know, so too. Who, who knows? Yeah. Now, let me go ahead and. This is an interesting. They they went with an interesting name, Enoch. Uh, all right, you went to Catholic school, so let's let's test your uh, knowledge. All right, why is the name Enoch so so important in terms of the Bible? Do you remember? Man, I I do not remember. All no. right, there's only two people that in the Bible didn't actually die. Enoch was one. Now, there's a verse in the Bible when they're going through like lineage in Genesis. I think it was in Genesis. Uh, and he says he walked so closely with God that God took him to heaven and he didn't okay. die. He, just, he okay. just went to heaven. The other person is Elijah. Elijah went on the chariots of fire. Uh, okay. But the, the fact that they named this person Enoch, that's got to mean something. I mean, gotta you don't, be something. You gotta don't just be. put that name on yeah. a character without it meaning something. So I'm really interested to see. What is so special about this character named Enoch? Like I said, they got a pretty decent star playing him, or you're doing the yeah, voice yeah. for him. So that's going to be something that's really interesting to me. So, uh, also, Catholics don't remember the Bible at all. Like you could, <laughs> like we have no, we you could throw out a Bible verse. We have no clue. Well, I didn't no. know. You have the, I didn't know if there was like a nun, like who would have hit you over the head because you wouldn't nah, remember nah, Enoch or nah, something like nah, that. So, no, nah, we didn't do that. Question. Now we did get hit by nuns, but it wasn't due to Bible verses. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so uh, I did, like I said, I, I really liked this episode six. I liked the, the setup. Uh, yeah. We got the crab people, uh, the hermit crab people. I, yeah, those were cool. Yeah, I thought they were I thought they were neat. They're obviously going for, they're kind of going for an Ewok vibe. Kind of, yeah. That's kind of, but they want it to be a little bit, they don't want it to be as poorly received yeah, as the yeah, Ewoks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so they're, they're obviously trying to get... I love the Ewoks. I don't care. I, know, I love the Ewoks, too. Uh, they, uh, they, but we were also kids when we saw Star Wars. I was just going to say, we were little kids. Yeah, we were little kids when we saw Star Wars. So we, we probably have a different view of it than our, our parents would have. Uh, but, like I said, the reunion between... Uh, I, I know you, you said Sabine's become annoying, but I did think the reunion between Sabine, uh, yeah, Sabine and uh, and Ezra, I thought that was really good. And I will yeah, say this: Did you pick up on them? It looked like they may have hooked up in the, in the beginning of season. Of the, somebody else said that. I did not pick up on that, but somebody else said I heard somebody else talk about that because I saw the chip. <laughs> like she she comes out of the bottom thing, smiles at him, and then. <laughs> Puts up her feet and he kind of gives her a wink, like a look. I was like, maybe they did hook up. Well, maybe they did, but um, I, I was not even picking up on this, but I, I had to go back and watch it. So, uh, one of the things I did think was, you know, when we first got introduced to Ezra in the little hollow deck, I, was, I said, you know, that wasn't really charismatic performance. I will say this the guy who's playing Ezra, uh, his name is Iman Esfandi, I think is how you pronounce he it. He is really good. He's good. He's fantastic. I, like I said, I apologize I like to him. Yeah, because the little holodeck thing did not do him any justice at all. Uh, he is fantastic in this. He is. He is. I an, thought he stole the episode seven. Yeah, he really did. He was great in episode seven. So, uh, well, tell you what, let's take a quick break, then we'll talk about episode seven. All right, so episode seven, we finally get Ahsoka back into the thick well, of things. Let's mention one last thing involving him from episode okay. six, because this was hilarious. When episode six ends, he says, I can't wait to go home. And Sabine gives him the look, you know, that famous Padma meme, yeah. like, we're going home, right? Right. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. she gives him that look. <laughs> I laugh so hard. Yeah, she I really saw. does. Uh, which we need to talk about here in just a second, but uh, we'll talk about some of that in a little bit. We get Ahsoka back into the swing of things. However, before we do any of that, we got to go back to the original galaxy. Hera is being, has been brought before uh chancellor uh mon mothma and the senator always good to see her senator ziano is how you pronounce his name i think ziano yeah i think it's ziano yeah either the guy sucks the guy sucks yes he absolutely sucks um what do you think about this kind of like court martial i don't really know what you call it it's some type of a trial what do you think about it i love mon mothma anytime we see her what did wonder if she thought when she was randomly in episode three <laughs> that this would be a 20 year of, you know, because I think she's at the cartoons as well. I think she is. That's uh, yeah, and like she's been in all the, in the other movies. Like, what? there's no way she could have seen this coming. And now that she's like after Andor, I'm well, beloved. Genevieve O'Reilly did not play the original one. Uh, she was, she, I'm almost positive she's in episode three. Are you sure? I thought she was not. I didn't think she was old enough to be. Yeah, she's born in 1977, so she couldn't have been. <laughs> no, uh, you're talking about. I'm, I'm talking, talking, about, about, I'm talking uh, about the actress. I am too. Uh, she was in. Uh, hold up. I, uh, hold up. Yeah, she's in episode three, Revenge of the Sith, 2005. Oh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Okay, my bad. I thought you were talking about. I was. I'm thinking of you Return thinking of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. My that, bad. See, I was doing the Star Wars <laughs> thing by calling it episode three. <laughs> You're correct. That's what it's supposed to yeah. be. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I really liked. Uh, I liked seeing her, and then you know, I know what you're getting to. You know, the the C3PO cameo, man, loved it. Loved yeah, it's it. great. Yeah, it was absolutely great. Uh, I loved loved cameo. I loved her. She's fantastic, and she's been fantastic playing this role. Uh, 
and i love chopper having to be held back yeah that was hilarious uh, if you're not that was great if you're not familiar with chopper we've talked about chopper a little bit as well but chopper in the cartoon has a, a legacy of like just being a stone cold killer i mean that is one of the things that he has killed thousands of people in the cartoon uh so like it was kind of like uh, this is as close as i think we're ever going to get to him killing somebody in one of in this show but like i said him having to be like be held back i thought that was absolutely fantastic uh now a little shout out to our friend rob hadaway he confirmed us that senator ziano his son is actually one of the main characters of the uh the newest cartoon the uh resistance that's the name of the the new cartoon that's done by flony apparently that cartoon is not nearly as popular as any of the other ones uh but apparently that sun sucks as well so uh but <laughs> so i would oh, just look mon mothma is in rebels yeah i knew she was in rebels i, I wasn't sure I, I haven't seen i've seen her a little bit in the first season i think if i remember correctly but um but yeah nelson lee who plays senator ziano uh he is just absolutely awful. And this is he is that guy Nelson Lee. Shout out! You're doing a fantastic job. Yeah, you're doing exactly. what I you, hate you so much. Yeah, we all hate you. We can't stand you. You're doing what you're supposed to. So, but I also hope we don't see your character anymore throughout the course yeah, of the show. Right, right. We, we've had enough of you. So, uh, but like I said, we get Mary. We still get Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I don't know if we're going to see her in episode eight or not. It, it, it's yeah, the, man, that's a good question. That's one of my questions. Like, we kind of, we feel like we got a lot left in one or one episode. Yeah, that's my only concern with this show. So, uh, going into episode eight, is they really yeah. seem like they have left a lot that needs to be determined here for the finale. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk more about that yeah. in a second. But I'm with you. I, I feel like if we see her, it's just going to be briefly like this. Yeah, I, I feel like way as well. So. Uh, some other stuff that we get. So once we get the trial taken care of, uh, C-3PO comes in and saves the day because Leia says that she commissioned it and it's, she's in charge of the defense or something along those lines. I can't remember exactly what it is. Uh, I'm just glad they didn't do like the dead person, CGI person coming back. I'm glad they didn't do that with Leia. Uh, at least not for this show. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I wonder... Although I, I think Carrie Fisher would be completely fine with it, but I'm glad they didn't do it. Yeah, it's 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 just so Especially weird. Especially with what and AI is such a big thing right yeah. now, and they're fighting about. I'm glad it wasn't in there, but I do think Carrie Fisher, you know, unless you don't have have written consent, you know, I I, just, I, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I don't want to see it either. So uh, we get a we finally get the purgles going into going into the new galaxy going to peridia uh one thing i didn't mention i need to ask your thought of is the fact that so peridia is this planet that they're showing up at and then when you first see it you see these giant rings around it you're thinking oh it's kind of like saturn well the rings in this planet are made up of dead whales uh did is this the most morbid thing that star wars has ever done Yes, it is. And they were trying to kill those poor whales. Yes, they were. Uh, you know, how, how villainous are they? Yeah, I know. And look, let's, and Hugh Yang is like, hey, at least they're providing cover for us. They're getting pelted by mines and then I they know, leave. So uh, it's kind of like fitting for that. But um, I thought this was a kind of a cool star battle. Uh, I, like I said, we don't get a, we haven't mm-hmm. got a ton of yeah. these in the show, but I thought this one was pretty cool. We got some Empire Strikes yeah. Back vibes going with this, with yeah, them hiding. I, I see, yeah. So, like I said, I was I was really enjoying that part of it. Also, uh, then we finally get to we finally get back to the surface, and we haven't talked about uh, Balin Skull and Shin Hadi that much, but they have been hunting down. They've been hunting down. Um, Sabin and Ezra, and they finally have kind of made their way to them. And 
like I said, we Balin continues to be the best thing about this show. And one of the reasons yeah. I'm not really upset with seeing Thrawn for just three episodes in this thing is because Ray Stevenson's Balin Skull has been fantastic, and Shin Hani has. has been absolutely fantastic as well. Love what they're doing with this. I don't know what he is looking for. Do you have any clue what this is? I don't either, man. You know, he has like he has these great speeches about like. It looked like the two of them were on the same realm, right? Like the same page, and they're not. No, like, they're not. she's full on. I want to join Thrawn, and he's like, "Nah, you don't want any part of this. You don't want the Jedi either. Their right. ways are old." But but he's like, "I kind of I kind of agree with them more than I do Thrawn." Oh yeah. So, but he's like, "I just want to blow up everything." He's like an anarchist. Yeah, it kind of is. I, like I said, I'll and be I really, wonder if that's what's going to happen. It may be. He's there's something he is looking for. He feels it on this planet, and I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. But I'm really, really interested to find out. I'm hoping that, like I said, I'm hoping they, uh, they tell us here in the finale because if they don't, they've got to explain what's going to happen because they won't have Ray Stevenson around uh, to explain to us later on. Uh, but like I said, I really have enjoyed what they're doing with this. I loved the lightsaber battle between uh, Ahsoka and Balin in this episode. Yeah, I did too. Thought it was really fantastic. Uh, it continues to show just how big Ray Stevenson is, but it just shows how Ahsoka uses her own skills and her own her own strengths right. to kind of offset just the fact that he is just such a presence. Uh, yeah. And like I said, I thought their their battle was great. But you mentioned this a second ago with Ezra Bridger, you know, because because Sabine is trying to hand him his lightsaber back. He's like, nope, I gave it to you. It's yours now. Uh, you've been training. Yeah. And he just uses the Force and just absolutely kicks a whole bunch of butt using the Force. And I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic, man. I, you know, like I said, I don't remember the last time I've seen someone using the Force like that to, right. uh, and fighting it, which is something we don't see a lot of, or I don't, in, you know, in the movies. And it was it was really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, it, it really, uh, I really enjoyed it. It caught me off guard that, like, like you said, he was like, I don't need anything. I got the force. Yeah. And it, it was very reminiscent. I can't remember the character's name in Rogue One who was always going around. I am one with yeah. the force and force is one with me. Yeah, yeah. That guy was awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. I like that. I don't remember the Johnny character. Johnny Yen was the actor. Yeah. yeah. He was great in that. So, uh, obviously, you know, they best all the stormtroopers, the night troopers, whatever you want to call it. Uh, they've got Shin where they want her. They let her go, though. Uh, real quick. A couple of things I wanted to kind of run by you, see what you think might end up playing out in this. There's a lot of people who are thinking maybe they don't get off this planet in the finale. What are you yeah. thinking? I wonder that too. And I, is there a chance Ezra does? That was the other thing that we're getting to because, because he, keeps, he keeps talking about going home. He keeps talking which about is, going in home. Action movies is a dead giveaway that person's going to die. Yeah, that was the other thing that I wanted to ask you about because he keeps saying, I can't wait to get home, can't wait to see home again. He keeps saying this over and over and over again. And he is that, you know, it's putting in a little bit little seeds of doubt in our minds thinking yeah. okay well maybe he's not actually going to make it home maybe this i feel like they're not making it home i don't know if he's gonna die though yeah i know if they make it off this planet they they're gonna have a, this next episode is gonna have to be like an hour and a half long because they've got to get i back, know they've got to get back to the star destroyer they've got to get back and we also don't know what this cargo is that's being loaded it looks like coffins yeah uh like i said so we don't really know what the cargo it's dead is. wells <laughs> maybe maybe it's dead well parts <laughs> uh but yeah like i said there seems to be a lot that they've got to they've got to kind of unravel and wrap up we still don't know what 
Balin is searching for. Uh, obviously, we'll find that out. Uh, at least I hope we find yeah. that out. Uh, I'll, like I said, I'll be really interested to know if they actually do get off this planet this time around. And you know, you you have the whole doubt around Ezra Bridger. You know, he made a sacrifice to get his to get thrown away from uh, Lothan or whatever the name of the place is, Lothal, um, in Rebels. You know, does he have to make the ultimate sacrifice to get them off of the, this planet and get them back there? So, like yeah. I said, those these are the questions that we're wondering about. These are the questions that are kind of at the front of everyone's minds. And I, honestly, I just don't know where they're going with it. Uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to find yeah, out. I'm though. interested to find out. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. So, uh, like I said, the se- seventh episode, it's good. Uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit, it's a little bit narrower or thinner than some of the other ones mm-hmm. because it's it's yeah. basically you know really fun fights to watch. Uh, right. And I, I enjoyed every single bit of it. So, um, yeah, I guess that kind of wraps us up for these first two, ep- these last two episodes. Anything else you want to talk about before we go on to our weekly awards? No, I, th- I, I think I'm good. All right, let's do some weekly awards then. All right, here on the Main Attraction Podcast, whenever we are covering a season of a television show, we like to do weekly awards when we are haven't quite finished the season yet. So up first, we have the Tyrion Lannister, the MVP for the week. Who is your Tyrion Lannister? I'm going uh, Ezra, Eamon uh, Esfandi, because, you know, this is also, he's not the voice of the character. No, from, you know, So he is a lot of pressure on him, and I thought he did a fantastic job. Yeah, you're correct about the pressure, because the, I know the people who have watched Rebels, uh, they, he, Ezra Bridger is a beloved character. He is kind yeah. of like right up there with Luke Skywalker for a lot of people uh, who watched that show. Yeah. So you've got a lot to live up to. To, uh, I hope they keep this character around. I hope they don't kill him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really have enjoyed him. Like I said, he's mm-hmm. a little bit annoying in the first season of Rebels. He's kind of got that, you know, New Hope, uh, Luke Skywalker, whiny thing going on. Uh, but I could always see him developing into something greater. And like I said, when I watched that first scene of that scene where the Purgle take the Star Destroyer and they take it off to the other galaxy. You can see the growth in that character, and there's a huge amount of growth with him, and you can see that in in that even in that one little scene. So, like I said, I really would yeah. like to see this character more, get to know him, mm-hmm. and understand just who he is. Like I said, I really hope they don't kill him. I really do. Well, he, I loved him when he was trying to talk down Shin from Don. He's like, "How about you let us just go in as prisoners?" You know, <laughs> yeah. like like he was showing his charisma. I, I really enjoyed his performance yeah he's, he's really really good i i've in, i enjoyed it a lot so uh the agatha all along the best scene of the week what'd you go with i'm going thrawn's introduction yeah it was really good yeah that was a really good scene, scene as well uh if you want to go with something else i thought you at least from episode seven uh you could go with the big battle that they have uh once all the gunships and all that stuff takes place uh, if you want to go with something else if you want to have a well, another uh, one so well. good balen's fight was yeah good that too. was a good one too yeah that's a that's a, another possibility the if you come at the king you best not miss what's your best line it's from episode six and it kind of goes back to we have no idea what balen is up to he says that sort of power is fleeting yes what i seek is the beginning so i may finally bring this cycle to the end we have no idea what he's talking about but yeah. i want to find out yeah he went on as well and he talks about uh the empire rise the the, the empire rises the jedi uh, defeated. I, yeah. I don't remember exactly what else he went into because there's a lot more detail that he went into it as well in that particular line. And I thought that was great. This just continues to be the Ray Stevenson building up this character and building up the, yeah. the mythology and the lore around this guy. 
and he is just fantastic. I, I was with mm-hmm. you. I was going with the, that same set of lines, um, just because just the way that Ray Stevenson delivers them is just yeah. incredible. Like I said, I really wish, I'm so saddened that we don't get any more I of know. this. Uh, but yeah, he, he's been fantastic. So I, I'm hoping his family takes some um, some pride and, and some relief that how popular and beloved this character is yeah. just in the few episodes he's been in. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they're getting, getting the feedback on that. Yeah, I hope they do too. So, all right. Uh, here on the main attraction podcast, whenever we're covering a show, we like to rate it. Uh, so at least for as far as we've been through it at the top of our list is a succession beneath the succession is a lost middle of the road for us is a friends beneath the friends is a full house and bottom of the barrel for us is a Baywatch. What are you rating Ahsoka after seven episodes? Episode six, I thought I was ready to go to a succession, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick with the loss. I thought Sabine is worrying me, and then I don't. They could not. There's a chance they may fail this finale. Yeah, and I'm a little hesitant on that. Uh, they also could nail it because Filoni's been doing a good job. So I'm sticking with the loss for now. I, I went ahead and after episode five, I went ahead and bumped it up to the lowest possible succession I could give it to. I want to stay there. Uh, I, I could see this catapulting way higher. I could see it going, you know, like one of the best shows I've seen all year. Or I could see it just being a pretty good show. I, I don't see this yeah. dropping so far down that it's going to be like a friends or, a, uh, no, a, no. or anything like that. But it's. Like I said, I feel like the emperor would have to be alive. Oh gosh, let's not, let's not tempt fate there. Okay, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I'm really interested to see what they do with this finale. I'm really interested to see what they do with it. But like I said, I'm really I'm going ahead and bump. I bumped it up to succession after episode five. They haven't yeah. done anything to make me like it less, so I'm going to keep it there. It's it's a tenuous succession. Don't get me wrong. It, it could go down easily, but I, I'm yeah. I'm willing to give it uh, a succession for now. So. All right, so here on the Main Attraction Podcast, we do things that we're recommending. We're doing things that we're looking forward to. Now, I've got some things I'm looking forward to. You said you want to do some other recommendations. Yeah, I want to do some re- recommendations. So uh, the second season of Hills just finished. It was really good, but they've canceled the show. <laughs> now, the creators have heard of some interest from some other streaming right. sites. So. I would recommend watching this. I think I think it wouldn't hurt to get more people watching this. Plus, it's really freaking good. It's on Stars. It's a uh, small wrestling federation uh, star, like a starring uh, Stephen Amell from the Green Arrow right. and uh, or Arrow was just Arrow, name yeah. of the show, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, and uh, oh god, I've lost the guy. The guy from Hunger Games. I can't think of his name. Uh. Right now, I lost it. Uh, Hemsworth, Alexander Ludwig. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're brothers in this small wrestling. It's really, really good. I would highly recommend it. Also, due to that, I watched the Netflix reality show called Wrestlers. Okay, it is about a small wrestling league called Ohio Ohio Valley Wrestling. Used to be the uh, minor league system for the WWE, and Al Snow, if you remember him from '90s Wrestler. He is the leader of this wrestling organization, and it is fantastic. It's seven episodes. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy this. It is just about the drama of them. They're they're suffering. They're trying to get the uh, organization going. It's from the people who did Last Chance You and Cheer Camp, okay. which are very 
popular Netflix shows as well. So it's really good. I, I would highly recommend it. Also, I watched the documentary on the Kelsey Kelsey brothers. Yes. It's really more about Jason Kelsey. It's called Kelsey. It's on Amazon. It is fantastic. I love these brothers. They are the most down to earth, and just you you will love them. Uh, they also have a fantastic podcast if you want to check that out. But Kelsey, it's on Amazon. Just don't have your children in the room. <laughs> Jason Kelsey, one of the filthiest mouths I've ever heard, and I enjoyed every second of it. So I would recommend that. And lastly, there is a sci-fi horror movie on hulu starring caitlin diver called no one will say diver caitlin diver i always mess her name up caitlin diver called no one will save you this movie rocks it is like steins it has very little dialogue it is about her where some aliens have attacked her house and it gets wild at the end and you are going to love it it is this year's prey i'm shocked this didn't go to the theater (laughs) It is so cool. I'm telling you, you're going to love it and turn out the lights and watch it. No one will save you. Who will? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to try to convince myself to watch that. You will uh, love it. You will love it. I'm telling you, you will love it. All right, so uh, some things I'm looking forward to. Uh, on Netflix, it started, I think, yesterday, now I think about it. Uh, they are doing a follow-up to the Castlevania show that uh, aired for, was it four seasons? On the original, I think it was four seasons. Uh but it was an animated show, uh, definitely adult animated show, incredibly violent, incredibly lots of nudity, lots of sex. Uh, but uh, the original Castlevania show was based on Trevor Belmont. Apparently, they're doing one on his son named Richter Belmont. Uh, these are all characters in the Castlevania games. They have yet to do anything on Simon Belmont, who was like the original uh, person from the Castlevania games. But uh, it looks really good. Uh, it looks like... If you liked the first Castlevania series, my guess is we're probably going to like this one. So I'm really looking forward to watching it. Uh, it debuted. Is, it, is Kevin Smith somehow involved in this? Maybe. I think he is somehow or another, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I think he's got something to do with it. But like I said, I love the first Castlevania show. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I'm looking forward to this one. I have not had a chance to watch it yet. Uh, but that's going to be on my uh, to-do list here soon. Uh, another fantasy thing that I'm looking forward to. It's been out for a couple of weeks now. Uh, that is the Wheel of Time second season. I saw the first season. It was good. It was not great. Uh, I, I enjoyed yeah, it. I've not watched this, and I, I wondered about it. The first season was okay. It's not great. I'm not going to lie to you. It's there are times when it has it has its moments, but the there are times when I'm like okay, this could be a lot better. I've heard season two is far better than the first season. Uh, so one of these because. days, I do plan to get into that and, and check it out because, uh, like I said, I saw potential in the first season, and it just never really lived up to it. But I've heard like season two is much much better so I, I do want to check out season two at some point uh, or another uh, another thing i'm looking forward to i uh, got a couple more uh had had my wife not had the health issues she has had i'd actually planned to go see this tonight but i'll probably end up going to see it whenever she gets healthy uh the creator is releasing yeah. on in theaters uh this weekend and i'm hoping to watch it like i said maybe it'll be next weekend i don't know but i do want to watch it at some point because i love that type of a movie it, look, it looks absolutely yeah, it looks fantastic good. it's gareth edwards and like i said most of the stuff that he does is really really good and last but not least uh something that we're going to be well, actually there's two more 
Uh, so we're going to be doing something a little bit different next week. Oh, well, not really. Uh, we're going to wrap, wrap up Ahsoka next week. Uh, we will finish our discussion on it with Episode 8 when it airs. Uh, next week, to go along with Ahsoka, we will be discussing the first four episodes of Gen V, which is coming out on Prime Video. It is out now. Uh, Ryan has looked at the reviews. He said it's getting really, really good reviews. I have not seen anything about it yet. Uh, we do plan to cover the first four episodes of it. Uh, next week because they did the first three uh, today as we are recording and we'll have the fourth one out next week uh, we'll be recording uh, on Monday the what is that the 8th or something like that yeah I think it's either yeah. 8th or the 9th somewhere around there I think it's the 9th uh, so we'll we'll have the first four episodes of it and we'll cover Ahsoka we'll wrap up our discussion of Ahsoka the following do not let your children watch that no, show no I've heard do Gen not. V yeah I've heard Gen V is like one of the most violent shows ever uh, so yeah. and probably guess it's probably got tons of like graphic sex in it too as well if yes. I had to guess if so it, if it's from the people who did boys I yeah. would agree uh, so like I said uh, that one I probably have to watch up here in, in, in the guest room if I want to watch it so uh now the other thing that we're going to do that's also releasing this week uh i cannot wait for this season two of loki starts thursday yeah. night coming up this thursday october 6th i think is the day actually no october 5th i don't know it's thursday night at eight o'clock they're kind of doing the same thing with uh ahsoka they're releasing it on uh the previous day uh, at eight o'clock central time our time 6 p.m pacific time uh we will we will we're not going to cover the first episode next week when it airs because we're doing gen v and ahsoka but we will pick up loki in week two and we'll just kind of basically cover gen v and loki until uh, we get through with those and right about that time is about the time that uh fargo should come out so uh we got we got things kind of lined up here for a little while so which is kind of nice so uh, but that's yeah. just kind of what we're looking and- forward to i love i watched loki i binged the last season this week oh, again oh so good it is, it is it's so great. good it's it's to me it's the best it's hands down the best disney plus show that they've done with marvel uh it's just absolutely fantastic so yeah looking forward to season two i can't wait to see tom hiddleston and uh luke wilson not luke uh not Luke Wilson. Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson uh, teaming up together they were fantastic together can't wait for it so all right anything else you want to add before we sign off Appreciate everyone joining us, and we will talk to you next time. I will echo those same sentiments. And as always, until next time, may all of your entertainment dreams come true.